Rivier is a Creole word that means to awaken. And here, we have a weekly discussion of the things that make us feel awake and alive. Because I enjoy hearing and telling stories. I think that communion and communication are of the utmost importance. And I believe that life and living are what we are here to do. So welcome and thank you for tuning in. Just wanted to say thank you for tuning in to the I Am Reveille podcast. If you love it here, why not become a supporter? You can do so either by going to the anchor.fm slash I Am Reveille host page and clicking on supporter, or you can drop me a tip in my tip jar by going to paypal.me slash I Am Reveille. And I would love to talk to you if you want to talk to me. So feel free to email me at awake at com. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Greetings, I Am Rivier podcast family. I've been doing some pretty heavy episodes lately, talking about astrology, talking about checking in and Mercury retrograde and our bodies and all these types of things. So this week I kind of wanted to dial it back a little bit <laughs> and get relaxed. I wanted to ask you, did you know that I had worked in the restaurant business in New York City for about eight years? Well, I did. It was my career. I have been a hostess. I have been a maitre d' and I have been a server. Um, It was actually a pretty great career. I really enjoyed being in the restaurant business. I had no idea that it was possible to actually enjoy your job. Every single day was a lot of fun for me. And I never anticipated that. Also, doing it in New York City is a profitable career, especially as a hostess and a maitre d'. If you're at a restaurant where they have tips, you can make a good little amount of change. I say all of that to say the one really interesting thing about working in the business, however, is how people behave. You get to know how people really are when they interact with you around your food. It is really something else to see. Now, when I worked in New York City, I worked mainly in fine dining. So that means I actually worked only in Michelin star or Michelin recommended restaurants. Michelin is a guide that is put out by the Michelin Tire Factory, actually, um, in based mainly in Europe. But they put out a guide of the best restaurants in the world. And they have a three-star rating system one star for very decent and three star for amazing and for restaurants to be ranked in the united states on the michelin star guide is kind of a big deal but fine dining in the united states includes michelin star and it also includes you know five star restaurants really if you're looking at newspaper reviews 
The main difference I would say in fine dining between between fine dining and other restaurants is that there is actually a process to the flow of service, meaning everything is timed in a fine dining restaurant. When you sit down, they know how long you've been sitting at the table. They pay attention to when you take your napkin and put it aside. The main way that you can tell as a customer that you're sitting in a fine dining, of course, besides, you know, seeing the Michelin Guide or, you know, seeing the restaurant review, maybe in the New York Times or something like that, is if you're sitting at a table and when they're coming with your entrees or your appetizers, you get several people. You might get like two or three servers come to the table or a, you know, a manager and two or three servers and they all place your plates down on the table at the same time. That is fine dining. Timing how you put the plates down, looking at the presentation of the plate, following the steps of service. It is a very important thing for a fine dining establishment. So in fine dining, it's always very interesting because you get a lot of people who don't realize that it is fine dining and how precise the world really is. And it really is a study of people's manners and behavior issues, really, because and I always find that interesting because I'm like, yo, like at the end of the day, like this is your food. Don't you want like. I don't know. I don't know. Like, especially when people wild out in a restaurant, like I could never, even if I get bad service, I don't care if it's fine dining or if it's not, if I get bad service, I'm not making a fuss about it. At the end of the meal, I might call over a manager and say something if it's really egregious. But other than that, I'm like, okay, I'm just not going to go to that restaurant again. Because guess what? They have access to your stomach. Now I've never had, I've, I have to say, I've never worked in a restaurant where they would ever do anything to you in the kitchen, you know, because that's like lawsuit and arrest type stuff. And most of the people I worked with were in restaurant business as a career, you know, climbing the ranks, even though people don't think about it. Like, you know, fine dining chef, that's an entire career building their way up from culinary school, being screamed at and yelled at in some of the finest dining rooms and kitchens across the world, and then finally get, maybe getting an opportunity to open their own restaurant. That's not something to be played with, and reputation becomes super important in those scenarios. So people tend to have a certain decorum when it comes to working at that level of restaurant. But, you know, I have seen the movies, and I just, you know, personally don't trust, you know, like, I'm like, it's my stomach. I'm not trying to mess around. But folk, like I said, folk will do, Lord, people will do all kind of foolishness. <laughs> I'm just thinking of some of the things I've seen. Oh my goodness. Lord, Lord, Lord. I need to do more episodes about this because the things I could tell you, listen, we're not going to get into it. What we will get into is the five don'ts when dining in a restaurant. Number one, don't ignore the hostess staff. Please don't. If you walk into a restaurant and there's a podium up front and there's a man or a woman standing there and they greet you, don't ignore them. They're there for a reason. They actually get paid. They're not just standing there as a volunteer. Like I cannot tell you how many times people have just walked in the restaurant and walked right past me and didn't say anything. 
or were like, okay, right over there and just walked right to what they thought was their table. Listen, the hostess or the maitre d' or the staff that's at the front have to keep track of the tables in the restaurant. They have to know exactly where you're sitting and they have to know exactly how long you're sitting at the table. So you do them no service by walking past. I know you feel like, oh, you just don't want to, you know, some people actually have, you know, think thinking that they have manners in this scenario and they breeze past the person because they don't want to put the person out and they're like, I can do it myself. But no, you really can't because I need to know where you're going. I need to know who you're sitting with. At some of the fine dining restaurants that I worked at, there were celebrities that would come and eat. So if you walk into the restaurant thinking that you see your party and it's not actually your party, I can't have you just wandering all around the restaurant looking for your party. Number one, you might intrude upon people who are eating at the restaurant that you shouldn't be intruding on. But number two, when I'm talking about the flow of service, when a hostess is walking across the floor with guests behind them, the bussers and the servers and everybody on the floor knows what that looks like. So they know to step aside and allow the hostess party to walk across the dining room. But you random so-and-so wandering all about the place, you're making a whole mess. Just don't do it. If anything, if you see your party, just, you know, gesture to the hostess and be like, hey, how you doing? I see my party right over there. I'm just going to go and join them. And you can do that. But speak at least speak like you are not at your house homie <laughs> you are not at your house okay like you can tell i'm in my feelings because please just don't don't do it just don't do it <laughs> the second thing i will say is please 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 do not forget to list food allergies and necessary food accommodations please at most restaurants I've been to, whether or not they've been fine dining or not, when the server comes over and asks you for what you want to eat, they will say to you, any food allergies? I cannot tell you how many people with food allergies will not answer that question because they look at the item and they assume, oh, this is going to be fine. So they don't say anything. And then the food comes and they take a, face, a taste of the food and then there's a problem because there's beef in there. There's a problem. Listen, chefs are artists, dude. Chefs are doing all kinds of stuff in the kitchen that you don't know about. They are mixing all kinds of things. I tell you where this was most egregious. When I worked in an Italian restaurant, oh my God. There are all kinds of things in those dishes, y'all, that you have no idea is in there. And you just cannot assume. You can't assume, oh, my grandmother used to make, you know, pasta bolognese or whatever. So this must be made. No, 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 no. Don't assume that. Because they're doing all kinds of things to change the, the flavor profile of the food and make it a more interesting experience for you. So when the server asks you if you have any food allergies or food accommodations, answer them. It's a simple question that you can answer so quickly. I don't eat pork. I don't eat beef. You know, I prefer not to eat fried onions. Just answer the question because all of that drama could be eliminated with the answer of the question. The server has to know every single ingredient in every single dish in the restaurant. So they'll know automatically, okay, and sometimes the server will even just tell you at the table like, this dish has this in it. 
you may not want to have this. This is a good alternative. The other thing is too, at the restaurant where I worked as a server, you had to put in on the food ticket that the person had a food allergy and what the food allergy was so that you had a system of checks and balances when the food ticket makes it back into the kitchen and the chef is looking at the food ticket the chef would know okay wait a minute this dish has blah 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 in it take that out or they can call over the server and be like hey this has blah 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 in it because the server is you know crazy going all over getting drinks doing all kinds of stuff sometimes they forget but that's why there's a checks and balance in place where the chef can be like yo this person doesn't eat pork you know there's a pork base in the blah 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 and then the server can be like oh my god I totally forgot and go back to the table and have a conversation with you and get you a dish that isn't going to make you sick or violate some religious precept like come on y'all let's just let's work together Let's work together. The third thing, don't assume stuff. Always just ask, just ask. Like in most restaurants, every single restaurant I worked at, I had to know the most random things. There wasn't a restaurant that I worked at where I didn't have to know like who painted the paintings on the wall, who made the furniture, who made the cutlery and the dishes. And these are questions that customers will ask. They will ask you, oh my God, I really love this plate. Where'd this plate come from? Nine times out of 10, the hostess or the server will know the answer to that question. So just ask, just ask. It's, it's not a big deal. Most of the time, people are working in the restaurant business, especially in fine dining, because they're social as fuck, okay? They like to talk. They get along with people. So ask the question if you wanna know. The fourth thing, oh my God, the fourth thing, y'all. This is something that people don't think about. And it's a shame because it's something that people, especially people who think they're being nice, do. But it is so annoying and I wish people would stop it right now. And that is at the end of the meal, please don't stack your plates. Do not stack your plates, okay? If anything, if the plates are sitting in your table and the servers are rushing out and everybody's everybody's looking really busy and no one has cleared your table, gesture to a server and ask them to clear it. Please do not stack your plates. In fine dining especially, but I know other restaurants do this as well, we can't stand at the table and restack what you've already stacked. We have to take the, the plates, the way you stack them and carry them to the dining room. I worked in a restaurant in New York City once that was the length of an entire city block. So I had to carry your stacked plates, the ones that you stacked over forks that are wobbly and uneven. I had to carry that bad boy all the way across the dining room. I will tell you, there's nothing more uncomfortable than carrying two huge stacks of plates that are stacked all crazy and then you break plates and then it's all crazy and it's rah like just just listen i know especially the people who do this i know most of the time are actually really kind and they're trying to help but dude you came out to the restaurant and for a reason always remember like you are not at your house you are paying for the experience of people serving you. You are paying so that you can take a break. Stop with all of that childhood guilt of your mama telling you that, you know, whatever, and you need to clean your own plate. You, you're paying people for this, so just don't do it. Don't, don't stack the plate, just don't stack the plate. <laughs> it honestly cause, causes um, more harm than good. So please just don't do it. And the last 
tip for dining in a restaurant, but very far from the least. Don't forget to tip. Please don't forget to tip. Do not forget to tip. When I eat out at a restaurant, because I've been in the business, I just budget the cost of the tip into the cost of the meal. And when you tip, the acceptable levels for tipping are between 15 and 22%. I always budget 20% tip. Even if the service is terrible, I will just pay the 20% tip and not go back to the restaurant again. But I will not leave there without the tip. Why? Because this is America. So the restaurant business is a messed up business. And please don't come at me with this randomness. Like people will say, well, then you shouldn't work at the restaurant business, but you're still walking in there to fill your belly. It's disrespectful and disgusting behavior. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Why bother going out and eating at a restaurant if that's your fucking attitude? These people are putting food in your stomach. I don't understand, honestly, the way Americans think about important services like the food that they eat or who teaches their children, who is putting thoughts into the mind of their children. Like y'all don't compensate people for the things that are important in life, but especially the tip It is so important. Nine times out of 10, that little amount, that little tip that you're paying is not just going to the server. The server has to tip out all of the other people that worked with them. I have been lucky enough when I worked as a hostess to work at places that had a co-check. So I didn't have to be a part of the tipping pool on the floor. But the tipping pool, usually at most restaurants, you pool tips. That means that every single tip that you put in, whether it's cash or you put it in on your credit card, is shared by the entire restaurant. That means that the bartender at the bar touches that tip. The busser who helped bus and clear your tables and set it again for you touches that tip. The server touches that tip. At some restaurants where the hostess has no co-check, the hostess touches that tip. That, that tip is supporting the entire restaurant. So you need to tip your server. You just you just got to tip, you got to tip for the meal. Just put it in the budget. Just just do it. it. It makes life a lot easier. And it's just a part of the experience, dude. Like you've chosen to come into this world and we are happy to serve you. But, you know, exercise a little, you know, a little kindness and common sensitivity, please. I'll never understand when I go to these, you know, message boards and conversations online and social media sometimes and people have these nasty attitudes about tip. Like you up in there flashing dollars buying, you know, all kinds of Macallan, you know, 15, you know, whiskeys and shit and you can't put down a little at least a 15% tip. And a tip is not a dollar, okay? This is not a bar at at party night. Like you need to calculate <laughs> the 15%. Most Bills, at least in New York City, will actually pre-calculate 15, I think it's 15, 18, and 20% before you, and some restaurants do 15, 20, and 22. So it's already written out there, and all you got to do is add it to the end. Like, y'all, I could talk about this all night. I really could. (laughs) I have so many things that I can tell you. And in fact, I think I need to delve in this a little bit deeper, especially for my young Uh, brothers and sisters who are entering into the corporate life and are having business meals because I have seen some etiquette in business settings that really needs to be addressed. 
like y'all need some help and I get it because nobody taught you that at home but it's something that people judge you on and you don't even know that you're being judged and you need that like for instance when you're drinking a glass of wine if you're around people that are real wine connoisseurs they will never grasp the bowl of the wine glass so you know when you're looking at a wine glass it is the glass itself which is like the bowl and then the stem people who know wine and love wine know to grasp the stem of the glass because the reason why you put the wine in a wine glass in the first place is because you're trying to aerate or air out the wine so that it can be a better flavor profile so when you grasp the wine by the bowl your body temperature is affecting the flavor of the wine so most people who are fancy dancy in a restaurant will never grasp the bowl they'll always grasp the stem these are like little nuances that I feel like people would really benefit from so yeah just just be nice don't come out your house just to be, you know, putting your stank attitude on other people. People enjoy working in the restaurant. They want to talk to you. They want to meet you. They want to hear about your experiences. I've met the most interesting people working in the restaurant business. And a lot of them were my customers. And I remembered them, you know, coming back. I remembered their stories and their travels and their children. And it's because it was a joy to serve a lot of these people. But some people make it like, ugh, disgusting. Like, I never want to talk to ugh again. And just try not to be one of those people. Because the other thing I will tell you, I can't speak for any other city, but New York City, there is less than six degrees of separation in the restaurant world okay we all know each other especially if you're talking about you know in fine dining we know each other if you've worked in fine dining for any number of years you know other people at other restaurants and even if you don't know everybody there's somebody that you know there's somebody that you know and you dine at each other's establishments and you hang out together after work because when you get off work at two three four o'clock in the morning you are the only other people that are around and so you go for drinks together and you go get something to eat and you get to know each other and the stories that are passed around we know who you are and that's why if you're a stinkadank and you go from restaurant to restaurant you might still get chili service from each restaurant because we know who you are when you walk in the door because we talk and we can identify you so just don't do it don't do it homie just be nice and remember you're not at your house you're just not <laughs> anyway i hope y'all are doing well I hope y'all are making it work during this Mercury retrograde time. Breathe, write in your journal, be open to new experiences, and slow your life down. I hope you're doing well. Wish y'all the best. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the I Am Livier podcast. You can find me under the name I Am Livier on IG, Twitter, 
or at my website, IamWaveA.com. Email me at awake at IamWaveA.com or become a supporter by clicking the link at anchor.fm slash IamWaveA or hitting me up at paypal.me slash IamWaveA. Remember, this gift of life has been given in order to really live it. Go out today and do something that makes you feel awake and alive. Thank you.